Good morning and welcome to Friday. How you doing? I'm Joe Jacobin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800 951 to the website at allamericangold.com. And uh, make sure you make that part of your daily routine. Uh, don't forget, uh, we're on KXXT right here in the Valley of the Sun, uh, Family Values Radio, and, of course, the Mothership in Johnstown, Colorado, uh, 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Uh, we also uh, own the radio station up in up in Colorado. And uh, just a reminder, you know, make sure you, you you can listen 24 hours a day. There, we got all kinds of great uh, independent-minded type programming uh, there. Uh, we got a new something brand new in the last few weeks. Uh, the new blog, the 1360 KHNC blog. Uh, we got a lot of, and I mean a lot. Well, I got a lot, you know, three, four, but we're actually interviewing several more. I think by the time we're all said and done, we're going to have hopefully about eight to ten young, independent, uh, conservative-leading writers uh, that are are going to – we're going to start creating a lot more original content. Uh, So make sure you get out there. Go to the blog. Uh, One of them blogged about uh, the quote, uh, you know, the Capitol building, no, uh, the insurrection, it was a coup attempt. It was none of those things, none of those things. But uh, go out there, encourage them, uh, read their stuff. Uh, some of them, uh, and just, just so you know, I think some of them are, are, are doing really well. Others of them uh, need some encouragement to, uh, to, to keep going and, and whatnot and, and dive deeper into things. So make sure you get out to the uh, 1360 blog uh, and encourage all you know because we need a new breed. We need this new breed, right? We got to start the next generation uh, because let's face it, uh, from, from from the time they enter uh, pre-K kindergarten to the time they they leave the college campus, they're inundated uh, with socialist type ideas, liberal type pro- policies. They're inundated with the fact that they can't do anything without the help of the government. We need to do something to stop it. Listen, I'm doing my best. And I know some of you, uh, well, you know, if the programs aren't perfect, this, listen, we've got to be open. We've got to get people like uh, the Brian Kilmeade listeners to listen to the other programs so we can help educate them further. Uh, we got Larry Elder now, right? Same thing. If we can get these people in there, we can educate them better. Uh, get out there and encourage these young writers uh, and, and uh Make sure you leave comments for them. And, and, and again, don't be nasty. Don't be, na- don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Uh, but get out there and, and encourage them. And it's going to be something I think in the future can be really, really uh, a great step for the country. Because uh, it's bigger. It's bigger than, than just me or you out there. Uh, this is about the nation. Uh, it just extremely disheartening to hear that they're now t- trying to turn this into a race thing. Oh, you know, like LeBron, Le- hey, Le- LeBron, will you shut the hell up and just play some basketball? You're like, I don't know, one of the richest thousand people in the United States. Okay, you've got a good life. Tell me. Oh, if it was Black Lives Matter, it been, you're right, it would have been different. 
because Black Lives Matter has a history of rioting and looting. Now, I said it yesterday. Shame on them for not being prepared. I mean, it's not that hard to figure out, right, when uh, you look at the flights, you look at the buses. I mean, all of this was well organized. They, the Why they thought that, you know, and again, I don't think they understood how, how listen, half the country's upset. It was a much bigger deal. They were ill-prepared. And listen, let's face it, people died. Shots were fired. Bad stuff happened. Just uh, enough already with this this race thing. This it's ridiculous. You know, it's kind of like when I was growing up, my grandparents, my great grandparents, when they were still alive. You know, they they were. You know, oh, you kids are spoiled. And I used to walk to school uh, in the snow with no boots on, uphill both ways. You know that kind of that's kind of how I feel like with Black Lives Matter now. Now it's oh, poor us, poor us, poor us. Listen, if we continue down this path, this this is a country where you can accomplish anything if you want to. If you want to. And you know what? That's slowly changing. And that's the part we're fighting for. You know, the, the funny part is Donald Trump got more black people to vote for him than any Republican in recent memory. I mean, really, he hid it. And I'm, I'll tell you this. If we would have gave him another four more years, he would have helped even more. We're going to go right back. Right back. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Uh, by the way, the president has just announced uh, he is not going to attend the inauguration. Uh, is not going to attend the inauguration. And, and, and everyone will have a feeling one way or the other. I'm disappointed. I think at this point, the president did all he could. Uh, the, the, and I said it way back when. Go back to before November was over when it was apparent that uh, Arizona and Georgia and Pennsylvania weren't going to go his way. Listen, the laws really weren't going to allow for him uh, to, to, to do much. And that's exactly what happened. And I think at this point, uh, hey, you, you fought the battle, which is what I want. Listen, we need to do better. We need to do better. I know this is America. We can do better. We can do better to ensure, ensure everything was done by the book. And that's what I wanted the president to do. But now that that's over, I think he should attend and do those things. He's not going to. That's just how it is. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. It's, it's got to be one of the craziest times. And, and obviously... Forget about the, the the capital thing. Set that aside, which, you know, it's a part of it, right? Set aside the COVID thing, right? Set aside uh, the the Black Lives Matters and all the protests. Think about all this stuff. Gosh, that's a lot of stuff to set aside, <laughs> right? Right. You know, let's not forget. Over the summer and into the fall, they, they occupied downtown Seattle and Portland for how long? Set all that stuff aside. And and you start focusing in on what's happened with with the United States monetarily. And we look at 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 
the debt spiraling out of control. We, we, we look at the amount of money that the Federal Reserve has created, and you don't see here's the sad part we don't even know. They, they remember back in when I first started, and, and going back, you know, when I was uh, my father in law, Jim, you guys remember Jim and, and Eric, and they were teaching me uh, all of these things, and we used to report. The money supply. Remember the M1 and the M2, right? The money, because they used to print that out, right? Because that was a good indication of what of, of what was going to happen later down the road when it came to inflation, right? And, and look at it uh, uh, this way, right? Look at it this way, uh, and farmers know this. And, and if you had an, any uh, be, beginning economics class, any econ 101 class would tell you the laws of supplies and demand. And when you increase the supply of something, right, that when the demand isn't there, when the supply starts to exceed the demand, what happens? The price starts to fall. If you make, if you have too many apples, and there's not enough demand for the apples. Well, then we got to start lowering the price of the apples to try to get rid of the excess supply, right? And then everybody can understand that. Uh, but but now we have this situation where we are creating trillions of dollars. And I'm not just talking about the debt, okay? And I'm not just talking about the Fed's balance sheet. Because they, they do so much more. We, we've learned. Like, remember, they want us to believe that the bank doesn't borrow money from them every single day. Right? This started, this little borrowing thing started in, what was it, uh, uh, October 2019? And maybe even in late September. Late September, early October 2019. And they said, oh, it's only going to be a couple of weeks. And then it's going to be oh, well, a couple of months. just temporary. They, they just started. Uh, they just took it away. In June of 2020, they just stopped reporting it. They didn't tell anybody they stopped reporting it. And so we assumed that it finally went away. Oh, I say we. I assumed it finally went away. Because every month the Federal Reserve would say, hey, this how many, how many dollars were borrowed from the Fed window? How many dollars? And, and remember, they had remember they had all these special programs, right? They had the daily borrowing. Uh, then they had where you could borrow for two weeks. Another program where you could borrow for a month. Uh, and I know it's hard, you know, for some of you if you haven't been listening that long, you you don't remember this, but this was happening on a daily and weekly basis. And then in June last year it went to zero. We didn't find out until December that it actually didn't stop. The Federal Reserve just stopped reporting it. Because what happened was the number, uh, the last time they reported it, the number was like $300 billion. According to the latest that we've been able to uh, divulge or see anyway, because you gotta, you gotta, you actually gotta go to several different places, 
put pen to the paper and whatnot, but it looks like banks are now borrowing in uh, uh, two trillion plus dollars uh, during you know uh, a daily, weekly, monthly basis, a couple trillion dollars. So, that, so it makes sense why they stopped reporting it, right? Right. Yeah, everyone can figure that out. And then I look at today. Today, gold is down. I'm not kidding. Gold's down fifty bucks. Why? I I don't know. Silver. Poor silver. Somebody shot silver. Silver's down like a dollar and a quarter. And by the way, if you think Joe Biden's going to be bad for gold and silver, then don't call. I actually had people calling me all morning. This is they, they love it. They think it's fantastic because everyone knows uh, that this is going to be a, a great thing. Uh, but Joe Biden, unfortunately, is going to be a great thing for gold and silver, but. We had jobs, remember today, the last jobs number for the government, it was horrendous today. So think about this year. And again, this is this is what I'm saying. Crazy stuff is happening. How's Wall Street at all-time highs? Every week since late March, the number of people filing for unemployment claims would have shattered the all-time record high, which was set in the early, early year of, of Reagan in 1981. And I think uh, a big part of that number, I think there was a big automotive strike back then. So it really wasn't, it wasn't even a real number. You know what I'm saying? But the uh, previous all-time high was like 600,000. Go back to the financial crisis. Remember the financial crisis? Wall Street's not going to open. Go back to 9-11. No one was getting it on an airplane. We never had a jobless claims that high. Never. And you're telling me we're going to be 10 straight months in a row. Right? 40 some odd weeks in a row where we've broken the all-time record high ever for jobless claims. Right? We do it every week. You know, this week I told you it was like 787. Of course, Illinois, Illinois, it's some whacked out number. Should have been 800 some thousand. The government only once during the COVID. Now, think about it. At one point, remember early on, we shut down the whole country, right? Remember? April was the only month that the government said we created negative jobs. Until today. The government came out and said that the uh, December jobs fell by 140,000 jobs in December. They said that the unemployment rate uh, did not change, though. <laughs> it's at 6.7%. Now, remember, it's 6.7% for those that qualify. So this this number, uh, there's two different numbers that come out. the The jobs created or lost, so only the second time, 2020, there was job loss in April, and the only other month the government said we lost jobs was December. And then they have the household survey where they get unemployment. But uh, the, the, but you have to fit into the 
you've only been employed for less than 26 weeks and you're actively looking. Otherwise, you you don't count. And, of course, we know the government's got all these other programs where there's still 20 million people uh, filing for unemployment claims. But, yeah, so April, just in fairness, so April 20 million, just under 20 million was the number. Um, and, and ever since then, like I said, they've said we've had job growth every month, uh, until this month and gold's down 50 bucks on that. Doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense at all. The 10 year note now 1.1%, uh, the, the, the stock market. It was well. It's yeah. It's down now. It's down. It's down sixty-eight points. What? We lose one hundred and forty thousand jobs. And again, this is the idiocracy. But this is this is kind of why I think this is kind of the bubble's getting ready to end here. Joe Biden's going to speed up the ending of the bubble. Same thing like Bitcoin. Watch out. Hey, listen. You know I love it. You know I do. But it's like 40, I don't know, 41,000. Be careful. Take profits. Hey, how about this? Take profits. Don't be afraid. Take profits. Just remember the last time, the previous was, it went from 20 back to 4,000. So be, be prepared. But when you look at gold and silver, when you see moves that just make no sense, let's see, you. Well, if you believe CNN and even some of the Fox people in the if you believe there was an actual insurrection at the Capitol or or dare I say a coup, which there was not. Okay, there there was not. Matter of fact, as far and I know they say, oh well, we found some Molotov cocktails somewhere. Okay, maybe you did. Nobody had a weapon. None of the protesters, anyway. And listen, I'm not. And I, just to be clear, I'm not condoning what they did. The people that did that were wrong, and I wish they hadn't have done it. They shouldn't have done it. They actually uh, weakened us, and I say us, you know, because uh, for those of us that want freedom and, and want to be able to pursue the American dream and want less government, uh, it's painful. It's painful. This is going to be, and, and it's, you know, when you think about it, the most progressive administration in history, the most progressive Senate in history, the most progressive House in history, and it's going to create... A uh, well, you know, we know this. Taxes are going up, and again, I, that's why I said, like Wall Street. What are these people thinking? I know, I know, they're banking on the you know three trillion dollar stimulus. I know that. We'll see if that happens. You know, <laughs> and I think, I think they might get it, but but the problem is higher taxes. Right? They're talking. Higher capital gains taxes, right? So not only higher taxes on, on the wealthy, higher taxes on Wall Street, higher taxes everywhere. And remember, and nobody wants to talk about 
all the revenue that the cities and states have lost. Listen, taxes are going to be on the rise everywhere. How are you going to pay for it all? Now, I know part of this, they want to hand trillions and trillions of dollars to the states. Just know this, one way or another, they're going to get their money. If they don't get enough from Congress, they'll get enough through the taxes. But this is why I said this is really setting up. I think we're going to see things we haven't seen in in only very short stints in history. Rising treasuries, falling dollar, something you don't see very often. I think we're going to see a lot of that. Uh, Very... Very confusing, but this is the point when you when you, you know go back to my opening statement about economics 101. When you produce too much of something, prices need to fall. And let me give you an example. I did not do this. The American Institute for Economic Research, they went through, you can still get the M1 and the M2 money supply. You can still do it, but you've got to go to like four or five different places and do some math. Apparently, they've done this. And they're saying that just the M1 money supply shot up 75% in 2020 alone. 800-951-0592. Just a quick update. Metals plans, people, be patient. They're all going out. Uh, we'll be done next week. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, it's just a lot. It's a lot. A lot of people in. It's great. You got a great stuff. Great program. Uh, the money supply. The M1 money supply last year jumps seventy five percent. Now gold was up. Listen, let's not kid ourselves. Gold was up twenty five percent last year. It's going to be up 25, 30, 40% this year. Why? Because the printing presses are wide open. Now, where did most of the money go? See, now, here's the thing. The money used to go into the economy. But as the debts have become so huge, it's not getting there anymore. This is why, you know, you think about, we ran a three, even the lying number. We ran a $3 trillion budget deficit. That was the smaller. It was really over four. It was almost four and a half. But $3 trillion. You, you would think, right, that would be astronomical. Right, growth. But the problem is the money doesn't get there anymore. Most of the money that got created, you know where it went? It went to the Federal Reserve to buy up all the treasuries. Yeah. That was the single biggest piece when you think about where did all the money that created go. You know where another big piece went? Federal Reserve again. Buying up mortgage-backed securities. So just the Fed alone, you gotta you gotta remember, I think we're at about 3.8 trillion. We're about eight trillion now. So you gotta just four about four point two trillion dollars, give or take. Let's call it four trillion. Four trillion dollars was created simply to buy debt. 
simply to buy debt. So when you sit there and you think about, why is Wall Street at an all-time? We know that doesn't make sense. I mean, you know, I said it, what did I say it the other way? Disneyland has it open. <laughs> it's been closed since March. You know, and I just use that as an example, right? The planes are empty, right? The flights, well, and, and actually, some of the planes aren't empty at all. They've cut so many flights now that, uh, like, when I, last time I flew to Colorado, going to Denver, it was crowded. Going back, not so much. Um, but, you know, you, you just look at all the restrictions. You look at, like I said, how many people a week file jobless claims. The government... You know how hard it is for the government because the way they keep numbers for them to say that uh, we lost jobs in a month. Uh, Challenger Gray in Christmas. You know, and again, another one of these things that leaves you scratching your head. Stocks are at all-time highs, and yet Challenger Gray in Christmas said that job losses last month we're up a no, and these are companies that notify bigger companies. You got to lay off at least fifty people in a state. Uh, we're up one hundred and thirty-four percent compared to December of nineteen for all of twenty twenty. Job cuts uh, announced. Job cuts were more than two point three million. Okay, all of twenty nineteen. Wasn't even six hundred thousand. So you kind of think about that's like four times more. That's four hundred percent more. U.S. employers announced uh, seventy-seven thousand job cuts in December. That's up nineteen percent from November. Companies that may have survived the initial impact. This is Andrew Challenger summarizing what they've learned. Survived the initial impact of the pandemic in March and April are having to cut jobs to increasingly difficult market conditions. Hardest hit, entertainment and leisure. Of course, we know that. That makes sense, right? You know, even now, look at that. Can't go to, you know, can't go to basketball games. Can't go to football games. Uh, right, you don't, you know, no one's going to Vegas. Disneyland's not open. The hotels are empty. Right, all of those things make sense. They said half of the job cuts were because of COVID. But still, I'm like, wait a minute. That still means job cuts were going to double anyway. And this is kind of uh, what what I was saying. COVID just sped things up. Uh. About the same number of job cuts that of all of last all of 2019, Challenger said were due to market conditions. Another 300,000 were due to drops in demand. 100,000 were to businesses shutting down. And one of the smallest numbers, got to remember because moratoriums, bankruptcy layoffs, only 15,000. For the whole year, because we remember, right? The, we, there's there's this huge moratorium, and again, another reason why, right? You, you, we we get a little, we get led astray because none of these numbers. Not only are the uh, people not paying, 
And not only are they not allowed to be evicted, the banks don't have to show that they're not paying yet. Now, I don't know when that's going to end. My guess is uh, in the next stimulus, another 13 weeks, they'll, they'll extend it again. That's just my, my thought. So think about this. Some, some places, they could, they, they could not be paying for over a year now. I don't know how it all ends up. I really don't. Industry's hardest hit transportation in December, which, okay, 29,000 job cuts, government 10,000. Here's the best part. Entertainment and leisure, which they've been saying, hey, this has been a big problem. Only had 8,000 job cuts. They actually said that retail hired, and maybe, maybe they did for Christmas. I don't know. Uh, the for the year, the entertainment and leisure has lost eight hundred and sixty six thousand. That was an in, an increase of fifty seven hundred percent. And I only bring that up because a lot of the jobs, especially since the you know, the financial crisis and all that, where's the job growth really been? Bars, restaurants, hotels, right? That, that leisure category. Uh, this is a category where uh, probably for decades now, we've probably seen really almost minimal to no job loss, all job increase. It's going to be interesting. Will it come back? I mean, it will to some extent, but to how much, I don't know. Uh, and then they said uh, holiday hirings. They don't know the actual number. They said uh, it was less than 800,000. Uh, holiday hiring last year they said the number was about 814,000 so last but not dramatically at least according to uh, Challenger Gray and Christmas so there's your there's your whole jobs thing. crazy I, I don't know I mean what do you make of it makes sense to me we keep creating trillions of dollars out of thin air for a while you can make things appear much better than what they are. And and think about what it is that we created the, it for. See, and this is the problem. It's the same problem with giving everyone a check, okay? When it doesn't go to something productive. If you spent the money, if you went into debt to build a port or an airport or a better highway, That's going to provide benefits down the road. If you uh, spent money to create new technologies, that's going to help down the road. And that's what we used to do a lot in this country. We'd go into debt, but we'd, oh, it's a transportation bill, defense, right? Things of that nature, new technologies. But now, almost all of the creation are for things that have no return. There's no return on buying treasuries. Well, I guess you could say a little bit, well, we we drove down interest rates, so you created a housing bubble, right? I mean, is that the return? Or, oh, no, well, uh, we made affordability better. No, you didn't. You actually made it worse. 
Now, did it put some money into people's pockets? Yep, you did. By lowering the, if they refied, sure. But what if what if the housing market crashes? Then what? Does, what good does that refi do them if they need to move? We kind of learned that lesson once, didn't we? And of course, you lowered the interest payments on the debt for a while. I mean, think about how low the ten-year note got. Ten-year note was down to like four tenths of a percent. Now it's at one point one, and that's that's happened in less than a year. And so you either have to believe that we can just continue doing this forever, right? It's not like the debt's going to stop, right? We got to keep printing. Or we're going to pay a consequence for it. So you either got to believe that we can just keep growing apples, even though nobody's buying them, right, right? Even though there's not the demand for it, just keep growing them. And the farmer's like, I'll just buy them myself. I'll pretend to buy them myself. And you put them in the silo. This right Now the silos are full. Eventually, right? Eventually, what happens? It goes bad. It spoils this, that, the other, right? You lose everything. That's what's going to happen. The laws of economics don't stop because the Federal Reserve says they do. We're, we, we've got the, the drug overdose high again. It's all we've got, right? And and you know when the when the party stops, right? That's you know the crash happens, and that's what you're getting ready for. That's why you're putting gold away. That's why you're putting silver away. Today's a great day because really, I mean, there's re- I I have no reason for it. I don't know why it why it fell. Somebody placed billions of dollars of bets. I'm sure J.P. Morgan, right? Because that's what they like to do. But silver today is uh, just under $26. I have 2021 Silver Eagles. They're landing at the Bullion Bank next week. They've left the Mint. The, the, the Bullion Bank is, is saying, listen, they're on their way. The armored car's on its way. They'll be uh, at the Bullion Bank Monday or Tuesday of next week, and then they'll immediately start going out. This is the last of the old design. So from 1986 through the middle of this year, uh, 2021, uh, this will be the last of its design. The Mint's coming out with a new design on Silver Eagles in the middle of the year. So if you want the last of the 2021, the last of the old design, we've got rolls of 2021 U.S. Silver Eagles at $625 a roll today, uh, which, you know, you think about uh, just two days ago, Silver Eagles were 660 bucks. I think it was 660, maybe 665 So uh, way down, 600 and sixty or six hundred and twenty-five dollars a roll for the twenty twenty-one U.S. Silver Eagle. This is the old. This is the last 
of this design. So in, in the middle of the year, sometime uh, over the summer, the U.S. Mint is going to have the new 2021 design out. Uh, so get this one now, and then when the new design comes out, grab that one as well. 800-951-0592. Again, the 2021 U.S. Silver Eagles, uh, they're finally going to be uh, at the bullion banks, and they'll go out immediately uh, and place them. Listen, here you got two things. Either if you believe that socialism is going to be great for America, don't call. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi is great for America, don't buy. If you believe that the central bank and the federal government could just go trillions and trillions of debt, in, you know, in, through infinity with no repercussions. Don't buy it. But if you're like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Take advantage. A final segment, 800-951-0592. Uh, one of the Fed hawks, I don't think I call anyone anyway, the Fed a hawk, uh, but uh, Richard Claridan, he was out. Uh, he was talking possibly about uh, saying that maybe the Fed could slow asset purchases, you know, the, the, the trillions that they're spending buying de- debt. He just came out about 10 minutes ago, said, yeah, we're not doing that yet. Sorry, we're gonna we're gonna keep buying up. Listen, that's never. I don't know how it changes. That's what I'm saying. My whole point is, this thing is going to end, uh, and unfortunately, I think it's going to end badly. Here's Carl Icahn. You know, he's on a regular on CNBC, billionaire, blah blah blah. In my day, and he's an old guy now. In my day, I've seen a lot of wild rallies with a lot of mispriced stocks. But there's always one thing in common. Eventually, they hit a wall, and it goes into a major painful correction. Nobody can predict when it will happen. I can't predict it. I just laugh. I, I, I laugh all the time about it. I'm like, it's not. Listen, that's why being diversified. Why do you think we've always said, don't put all your money in gold? Make you have some stocks. You want to throw some money at Bitcoin? Have it. Be careful. Nobody can predict when it will happen. Talking about these major painful corrections. But when that does happen, look out below. And kind of just a warning. And again, because of all of this money creation, people don't know what to do with it. The billionaires, and let's face it, the little bit that does go out, it goes to the billionaires. And we know this. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and all these. That's where all the money goes. U.S. Silver Eagles 2021's 625 a roll. If you buy 15 rolls or more, 15 rolls, that's 300 ounces. If you buy 15 rolls or more, 620 at 800 951 0592. Again, these are the 2021s. And just know that 2021, we are going to have the first 
change in design in the Silver Eagle uh, about halfway through the year. So just by just by breaking the year in half, this will be a little smaller mintage year. Uh, still going to be a lot. I still think uh, between the two mintages, we're probably going to sell forty to fifty million silver eagles. By the way, twenty twenty, even with all the shutdowns and whatnot, thirty million silver eagles were sold. Uh, gold consumption, which by by the way, that was more than uh, not quite just. Just under a hundred percent more than the previous year, and it would have been a lot higher than that had uh, they been able to make demand in gold consumption from the mint up four hundred and fifty-five percent last year. So don't don't think that people aren't buying. This is one of these ones. I got one of these weird feelings. They they drove the market down to buy buy at this cheap price. I think wait till inauguration. Let the Biden administration get in. Then I think a lot of people are going to start thinking about, oh, wait, wait a minute. What, why were we so happy to get rid of Trump? 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody have a great weekend. God bless everybody. I'll be back on Monday.